Welcome, welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community. This is a bit of channeled guidance with some tarot messages and our overall messages as we are on the holiday season. And as always, we discuss the way that you can get yourself to be yourself from your own heart, your whole three-year-old heart, and any person who believes in ancient texts and stories of the silverbacks, uh, you might want to go somewhere else because that's 4D mystics and or just ancient silverback town and people who don't know about trauma and they don't know about the importance of our relationships since trauma comes from one's beginning at your zero years of age, no, the last three months actually in the belly of the caregiver view also makes a difference. And yes, I'm trauma-informed, attachment-informed, but I'm planning on not always giving you a lesson, especially since we'll have the master class come out at some point and you can all join that. And that way we can just talk about things with the knowingness that the IHP community is building a 5D collective. So those who are intending on being their whole three-year-old heart, they don't want to stick to their teenager, adaptive child, survival modality. It's not because we need to be comparing 3D, 4D, or any of that. And I am a mystic, so woo-woo lady it is. And pseudoscience, because there's academics who are in the research labs doing their research. The, the good ones are always expanding consciousness. They're, they're not the ones who set down the law. No, no, those are people who are basically continuing to be the superhero of their journey with people behind them, and then they have a supervillain. So, for example, the therapist that I saw writing about narcissistic pseudo-spirituality, the title is completely uh, not only spreading disinformation, it's spreading stigma, and it's making a statement. That's why. The statement is not, let me help you to understand spirituality and then what to look out for, so that you can recognize a difference. No, let me talk about a type of diagnosis, human being, narcissistic, leverage that trending topic. No, I'm pretty sure that's not how it happens. It happens that it's a topic that's being trending because people have narcissistic parents. They, they either don't go to get therapy so that they can heal and become adults and stop using that word because, see, that's a weaponization, in my personal opinion, about the word. Because a narcissist needs to know that they're not a shitty piece of person. They have a rupture, which is making a lot of situations go about, and, and they're not feeling better, even though they might think they are. The, the, the whole point of the superhero, supervillain, by the way, in Rescue is that these are codependent. They are not healed people. They're not adults yet. Emotionally, they're immature human beings in their survival mode. Their default mode network still gets on a high in that modality. Otherwise, they would have figured out how to use their mannerisms with their words in a way that says, I'm not going to create stigma around one human being and this title that actually has a foundation in a very sad beginning. That's what it's called to have compassion, to be a grown-up and to be a serious professional in the field of psychology, if you ask me. But hey, I'm not a, I'm not a psychologist. I don't plan on being one. Because all of the fields, as a professional, what I've noticed is either you care about what you do and then you keep on learning about it, or you don't care about what you do, you just need to look pretty. And on that note, the people who are adaptive children, again, teenagers, they're all doing the same shit. I personally chose to disengage from it. I was like, wait a minute, year of doing teenage stuff, you know, kind of trying to figure it out. And uh, yes, definitely I had words for myself. 
are you stupid, Maria? You already knew that all this stuff is not really great because it's really common sense, people. That's why I use the word stupid. Not I wasn't being, you're stupid, Maria. You're so stupid. No, no. I was more like, okay, did you, did you done being stupid or what? Your brain was telling you something different. You chose. It's okay. You learned. Did you learn? Yep. Oh, well, I learned really well. Yes, and I got to be a grown-up and see the same emotional immaturity from all the unresolved trauma people that are out there who are li they're living a misaligned life because of their home, and they're bringing it out into the public, and they're just calling it de devils, demons, and oh my gosh, let's not do yoga, shall we? So on that note, let me read our lovely Patrick Tiahan. <clears throat> Leaving the home allowed me to heal from the system. This is what he shares. I think I read it to you in one of the upcoming episodes, but I don't remember, and it's okay to repeat because it's a very important topic. He says, when I left home at 18, it was a painful, rupturing mess. Due to parental alcoholism and abuse, my little remaining nuclear family imploded and fragmented. He says, I understand now that this terrible period in my life was a blessing. So many childhood trauma survivors spend years emotionally preparing themselves to leave the system and it is the hardest decision they will ever make. <clears throat> During the messy, horrific summer, he says, a toxic parent helped make the decision for me due to their behavior. While that was painful and I felt like an exiled orphan, it was the beginning of my recovery, for which I am forever grateful. He says, I moved from the suburbs to the city <clears throat> where there were more recovery resources. I worked in restaurants with these crazy intimate friendships in which healthy people practicing recovery put their hand out to me. I started therapy at 19 and got sober at 22. He says, strangers showed up for me, not family. Along the way, there was sometimes extended family and nuclear family that had the dismissive mantra, but she's your mom. You have to think about what she goes through and reach out to her and support her. Extended family judged. I was shamed for not helping my abusive alcoholic mother, and thankfully I was now in a community with others struggling with similar messages. It is incredibly difficult to heal within the system that abused you. I wish this weren't true, but this is my experience, he says. Even just getting out will change one's life and recovery to come later. If this isn't possible for you now, keep it in your mind's eye as a goal. You never know what's on the other side when you are living in peace and away from toxicity. Have you left the system and what happened? Okay, so let us talk about this because some people will never leave the system at all. And that's not something for any one of us to do anything about. As a whole three-year-old heart, for me, it's easy to be able and be there for people and to respect their choices because the point of friendship, the point of relationships is you respect each other and you actually are there. That's it. You're present, you attune, you resonate, you trust, you are able to resonate and attune because you are in curiosity, openness, awareness, and loving nature. These are Daniel Siegel's acronyms. This is because you have a faces brain, an integrated brain, flexible, adaptive, coherent, energized, stable. And that's because you're smart. This is my acronym, the stable, mature, adaptive, rational, teachable. You're an adult emotionally. It's called emotional maturity. I already knew of it as a kid, but that's because I had a differentiated self. I got to have Jesus in my corner and God, and I was a very good listener, and it said, forgive them, for they do not know, turn the other cheek, don't cast a stone, be humble, like there's some very specific guidelines to being within the uh, word of God, the people who are using their pastors who 
through the wrath of God. They had wrathful parents. Some shit went down in their home. That's what I knew. Or they have some ignorant human being speaking to them. The ladies who are my age or younger who are talking about yoga as demonic and devils, they're stupid. They're literally ignorant, stupid people. Makes me sad for them. They're not even healed and they're going around influencing other people who are not healed. Because see, it's not about your faith. Faith would mean you hear the words, forgive them for they do not know. Faith would mean you'd also understand he walked with all the people. Faith would mean you would hear when he forgave Judah and you would also hear about updated sciences, stories from geography people on I was, was it geographic, natural geographic. They had a documentary where they said, you know, there's a hypothesis that Judah might have actually had to do what he did because Jesus said, we have to do this. This has to happen. Otherwise, we can't keep, we can't have the mission that I'm here to do. So what I'm saying is people, they, they I can't even believe people are so, so siloed is the word. But then again, I'm educated. I have a city girl, not town. I, I'm exposed to a variety of cultures. So I guess that's it. That's what it is. So let's spread the word for education. Here's knowledge, though. Look at Adam and Eve, the story. Does, does anybody notice how knowledge, the tree of knowledge has a snake? Who knows about Kundalini awakening? What does it look like? Okay, so there's a reason why these people who are wrath of God types are actually able to make a case for themselves, like any one of us can. But I like to use grounded sciences. Thank you, Patrick McNamara, neuroscientist. There's no demon that possesses you when your brain breaks down. No, you can go to good therapy instead of having your brain break down. What I like about being a mystic, I know of people who've seen entities. The people who have seen entities, they have big trauma, not small trauma. They've had big events take place in their life, and there's been ruptures, fragmentation. Their window of tolerance as an infant was like mine and like yours, even though let's talk about that one because there is a difference. Some of us have a more resilient window of tolerance. It's a window of welcome. So thanks to aliels and the highly sensitive person, if I'm not mistaken, has this thing. So some of us can handle emotions better because we are more, it's like an ocean versus a river. I'm an ocean that can handle an ocean, a river cannot if the ocean overflows it's or the you know too much water river overflows so the rupture though creates another situation for a person okay so the individuals who are not able to move away from the system one we had a lovely holiday loving messages on youtube video choose love not evil ignorance okay so move away from ignorant ancient stories Move away from the ignorant and closed-minded people who confuse yoga and new age spirituality or just anything spirituality related, even the religious stuff with Jesus. His word was very straightforward, as was the word of God. All of the book that was written was written way back when. We can make anything fit. I can make anything fit. So can you. That's the power of using your brain to create connections. It doesn't need to be <laughs> proven as true if you're an adult. <laughs> you know that it's something that you create on your own. The way the truths, what are truths? Don't throw yourself off a balcony, please. Uh, you need air to breathe, otherwise you're dead. You need water because otherwise you're going to dehydrate. You need food. You do need sleep and you need a certain amount, otherwise you're not going to function that great. And there's a lot of different types of people that walk around in survival mode. They don't know it and they get tired when they're around people because they actually have childhood trauma and they will never admit it. They will never want to acknowledge it. And they might fall in love with the identity they have, which is to be in a hypervigilant, pseudo-alive, 
shame cycle over and over and over again, drama land, neurochemistry of fear while they're ruminating in their heads and thinking of Dungeons and Dragons. And like people become professionals who are bad, in my opinion, narcissistic pseudo spirituality. <laughs> the person looks like evil to me, but they're not evil. They're just a person who's a superhero in their book because they got a bunch of people with them and they're saving all the ones who need to be rescued from one group. And that group needs rescuing too. They all need, they, 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 and actually, excuse me, none of them need rescuing. They could just return home to themselves and become functional adults and become compassionate, which would lead them out of their actual pattern of being in hypervigilant default mode network. So they will age and they will get older quicker in their body. They're photogenic and biological. Yep, they're, they're actually going down by the minute. So they're going to be older than their age because their body is working like it's always hunting or protecting itself. The body of those of us who learn how to stay safe because there's no weapon or natural disaster going on, that's our actual natural mammalian heritage. Now, 4D likes to make up stories and say there's only a certain amount of people that are here. No, no. <laughs> Anyone can get here if they learn about good psych education and if they meet people who can share with them that too. Stay away from people who are negative. They have a problem for every solution. Thank you, Albert Einstein. So remember, anyone who gives you a limit, they're limited. You already have the ability to say, do I want to be limited? Nah, I'm not going to do the Eight of Swords. I can move into my Dharma again and again and again and not use it as a name when I don't do Dharma at all. So what I really, really do not love seeing is hypocrites when they use the words spirituality and when they use words in their own homes and they're spiritual bypassers. And that's because they actually have a way of treating their loved ones. And um, that's something I've seen very often. But let me move on with our message. Uh, move away from the ignorant and closed-minded people who confuse yoga and New Age spirituality and spirituality for devils and demons due to ancient stories, texts, and silverback leaders. Also remember that with the twin flame, we do not have a saga or obsession. There's just unconditional love with a deep knowing of one's bond, your oversoul connection, and the lifetimes together. And our new stories are with love for our 5D mystics and enlightenment and functional adults. No armors or curses, only healing trauma through relationships and becoming your whole three-year-old heart, your humanity. So this is because those first three years of life are implicit memory. And so because of that, we actually, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The way you feel about yourself is very much important. And it takes a journey for a person to get out of childhood trauma. It's tiresome, as Patrick Tian points out. And as any trauma expert, I don't know it because I'm not afraid of people. So my midline of the brain doesn't turn on when I look in people's eyes. I'm not in my amygdala. I'm not afraid. I don't look at someone and feel terror and or anything else no no i look at a human i'm like wow they have some beautiful eyes oh wow they don't have light i wonder what happened oh wait that's the soul age group they're in oh wait they're also armored into their shame cycle oh that's so sad they have compulsive hypersexuality with drugs sex uh wait alcohol oh i see a pattern here oh look ups and downs oh there's their shadow and light oh but they're not doing shit about it they're just using words Pretty words. Every year it's the same. They're tired of the ascension energies. Wow, okay, they are definitely pseudo-alive 4D people. 
I think, teenager, you can get out of that identity, but not if you keep thinking you're light and other people are not. Uh, but I'm not going to be the one telling you about your nervous system because you don't believe me. Like some people don't believe in Reiki and go, lo and behold, uh, they don't believe in shit they can't see. That's fair and square. They should not believe in anything, really. <laughs> not even themselves because you will know that your left mode is bullshitting you when there is a feeling and a thought that contradicts but when you analyze the feeling and the thought and you know about the facade versus the inner world you will know that the inner world is what's going to tell you what's what that's if you have a good gut a man alone with himself Thank you, Frederick Nietzsche. Every superior human being will instinctively aspire after a secret citadel where he is set free from the crowd, the many, the majority. So this is not really true. They're not set to aspire after a secret citadel, but some people, they do end up trying to obtain a specific sense of security with groups. And so they will seek to set themselves up to be seen and when people are cheering them on, now they're soothed, like their zero, one-year-old wanted, the two-year-old, the three-year-old. And then if they're even more soothed, oh, wow, I can be everything that I am. I, I feel pretty good about being my asshole self. Oh, look at this. I got followers and safe and then secure. And oh, wait, I'm a superhero who's fighting a supervillain and I'm rescuing all. I'm a savior cocky people do shit like this we see them all over the place and you can tell which one they are because they forget about any and every other topic on the face of this planet meaning that they're having a villain you'll notice the pain point because they will highlight it again and again and again and again and again and it's so daunting i'm like wow a lot of stupid people oh wait that's right they're all pain points human suffering people fall for it every time because they don't know that they can soothe their own nervous system. It's called self-regulation. The zero one-year-old of them doesn't have any idea that they're there because they are leading with the asshole teenager who thinks they can be badass. And I saw teenagers. None of them were badass. They all were insecure like I was. And I just said, you know what? I don't need to get a thumbs up or thumbs down from these people because they're stupid. Also, if they really love me, they're going to have me feeling like a queen and I will have them feeling like a king. And no, not really. We'll have each other feeling good to be ourselves. The queen king thing is, is kind of piece of shit. We, we don't want queens. Queens are kings. They were shitty. They were ancient. We, we like to be able to vote and have freedoms of some sort that are very different from the past. So for those who can't or don't leave dysregulated environments and dysfunctional systems, it's not good for them. But having people with healthy self-worth and self-regulation around them, having people like us, 5D Collective, can support these individuals to learn safe co-regulation and therefore also healthy self-regulation. Their body will feel what is familiar to their zero one-year-old because every one of us has at least had one moment or second of attachment, secure attachment in your body and restorative embodied self-feeling. That there was a rupture doesn't matter. Every human being, according to the updated trauma experts, knows of our birthright as human beings. No belief needed, just your embodied brain <laughs> has a nervous system. And so when a nervous system is near a nervous system, and that nervous system is of a person who's a Zen master, which is my 5D collective, because you want to learn about your emotional building regulation skills besides being yourself. This is who I'm here to inspire 
human potential, you're motivated on your own. I ain't your motivator. I ain't your cheerleader. Yeah, don't count on me cheering you on. I mean, I am your cheerleader. I think I said, I think you're most, uh, you're most um, on the website, your biggest fan. That's what I say. I'm your biggest fan. And that is true. I'm a fan of anyone who wants to be their self because that's the most amazing gift. The gift of love is one that is amazing. So throughout my lifetime so far, when I've seen love triumph, I have gotten teary-eyed. When I've seen anyone being able to support people, like Sadhguru, to, to promise to and can she love each other, I just have always felt, again, crying. And when I think of people who become their self and they are proud to be their self, like a whole three-year-old heart. So you know when you're clapping at those three-year-olds and they're like doing stuff, right? So we clap at them. And the, when they're pooping, when they're walking, whatever they do, you just clap for them. That's how you can feel about yourself. And it's not cocky. It's called healthy self-worth. It's called that you um, have unconditional love for yourself with flaws and imperfections. So yes, your biggest IHP supporter and fan. I was on my website to check out. <laughs> so yes, a fan, yes. Cheerleader, I can't cheer you on because your nervous system is cheered on by your own self. But if I can be around you enough, I can share with you healthy self-regulation. And because we're co-regulating in each other's vicinity as mammals, you will feel something. So the people who feel upset about it, that's because they have a very much um, bigger journey if they want. Usually they don't do a journey. Um, let me finish to read to you and then we'll co continue our conversation. So love spreads its wings and flies like fairy dust with tons of equanimity, compassion, wholeness, and unconditional love in functional adult relationships. When we are around each other, we can have, thanks to the love and healthy self-worth love and functional adults, being in town, we can expand enlightenment, we can expand for the 5D mystic that, we can expand functional adult, we can help people to get in touch with their ventral vagal nervous system and then if they choose to disengage from an identity they can move out of the shame cycle and shame continuum and they can also work on their own uh, self-regulation now i'm gonna say that people don't have to leave their system but they have to become aware of self and that's because if they don't become aware of their self, then they won't be able to notice what their patterns are, which means they won't be able to notice what are they doing to self-soothe that is not really working uh, in a way that will help you to get the best of you out of yourself, okay? And I'm looking for one of Sadhguru's quotes, but I don't remember if I have it handy or not. So let us see. The equanimity one I've already read to you, and you know that one. Once there is equanimity, every cell in your body will generate sweetness. That's because you have a ventral vagal state that will engage. And when you are able to notice the difference, it will be because you will have been putting into practice being in your higher social functioning areas. So when you're around people, you pay attention to your body, you tell it to relax. You tell it there's no danger here. There's people here. I don't want to live a three-year-old heart with my adult self, with me needing to feel that I need to protect myself. People who don't want to do this, they shudder their, their shoulders, their head. I've seen it because I 
proposed to a lot of different people, different conversations, and that's it. The people who are welcoming it instead, they actually enjoy it. Now, what I, again, said, I'm not anyone's cheerleaders. The people who cheer you on are the very same ones who are grabbing a pain point. There's no pain point in this arena. There's inspiration because it's a straightforward mechanism, your brain, and it's a straightforward mechanism, what I explained with your implicit memory and that you have implicit bias. There's your karma in the sense of if you hone in on something you like or dislike, and if you want to do dharma, then you're going to learn how to get out of the ew, okay? And you're going to actually learn not by changing anything outside. No, you're going to notice when it comes up and say, hey, you can take a minute and step to the side. Being a spirituality process is you being a functional adult. In one of my courses, this was for my awakened embodied certificate. We learned about cultural bias and social bias or something like that. Body language bias, things that I had already noticed as a teenager. And I'm going to use the stories, not anyone that you've heard already, my lovely listeners. Okay, so first I'm going to use a story from present day. And like I said, I'm here to support those who want to be their self, the whole three-year-old heart. You are a human love narrative. You know there's no devils or demons. That's uh, people who are from whatever religious institutions. You can respectfully reply to any accusation, uh, if you are a person who's polyamorous, I will also share the same. There's no need to get huffy puffy. If you're grown up, you'll know how to smile, laugh inside, and and also say, "I let me explain. I love many. Uh, I, can, I can repeat it if you want, but there's people that I love. They're special connections, and they won't ever not be. <laughs> you know. So I, I recently got to share that with somebody who's a little bit, no, a lot more open-minded. But for example, they have somewhat of an imposter syndrome thing going on. So they got some basic childhood trauma. No, not childhood trauma. Basic charged states. There's a difference with childhood trauma versus charged states. So we all have these basic five charged states. Our zero, one-year-old, our three to seven, shame submissive. Zero, one is attached, panicky. Three to seven, shame submissive. The freeze of all ages, flight 11, 12, and fight 14, 15, 16. The teenagers are leading most of people. In fact, Patrick Tian, minority of people heal their trauma, their childhood trauma. And that's because, yes, the movies have you looking at the survival mechanism of your inner body as the norm. But I want to again address the fact that people will not leave those dysregulated dysfunctional systems and they don't have to because there's a way that you are passionate. I'm in Naples, Italy, and when I'm here, I love the chaos. I love this city because it's alive and so for me it's not dangerous it's not annoying my nervous system is like enriched but not in a way of being in my survival mode and this is a very big difference so you will notice a difference once you are able to switch between a fight flight response in your physiology to one that is in ventral vagal and not by yourself if you're sitting in a mountain you know nature is nature it ain't talking back to you and it doesn't have what is called a nervous system so you're not learning to self-regulate safely while co-regulating safely you're not adapting your body or your brain to learn anything different okay so it's only if you're walking with the people and being with the people and all types of people that you're going to be able to actually achieve if you want this functional adult restorative embodied self and that's why it's not just therapy. And as the therapists are pointing out, that's why they keep saying relationships are important because they notice the 
people wanted to go solo. So yes, I'm solo poly, but not because I'm alone. It's because I am my main couple person, meaning I know exactly how to self-regulate and be my safe haven and secure base. So I don't need anyone to make me happy. I'm happy inside and I'm happy outside. So it's not a couple-centric environment because it's I'm the main person. When you're your main person, because you're enriched by life, this is what it's called to be a zero one-year-old that has your own attachment system in the peripheral view with your adult self. I didn't know that I was doing any of this and all. I, now I can explain it because I got the education. Why? Because I want to support people to be their self. Why? Because that's what personal development or counseling, whatever words you want to use, it's all one and the same. If I'm going to support you, be your fan, I need to know how to help you to get there. Now you, though, are the one who's going to motivate yourself. I can't motivate you. Your nervous system is where you're going to feel unmotivated. And if you don't understand basic words, which I'm trying to do, that you have a pattern of dysfunction. If you come from dysfunction, I don't know how else to turn it. If you don't want to believe in it, don't believe in it. It's a straightforward equation. You either get out of it and it's in time or you don't. That's it. So teenagers is what people are because they will consistently for every, they're not even negative people. They don't look at the fact of what has been told to them as true and applicable. No, they hear you, but they don't choose to apply it in the moment when the emotion, the implicit bias, the karma stuff, I don't like this. <laughs> I like this, when, the, when that teenage chit-chat and just all the child parts come up. So it's a conscious choice of I disregard the information was, that was shared with me and I disregard to try putting it into practice. Okay, so I meet this lovely woman. She's a friend. She, she's gotten to love me a lot more and I love her too. And, uh, <laughs> but I love everyone, so it doesn't count for some people, right? There you go. So long story short, she's, she's well... I'm, I'm a sucker for people. So anyways, she's beautiful is what I was saying. And she just was sharing, you know, wow, I really feel safe around you. Like totally in a way of just saying anything and everything. <laughs> and I was like, yes, that's because I'm not judgmental in my body. I'm an open, I'm just hearing you out. I, I don't have an opinion about it. I'm, I'm not trying to change you. So you feel safe because I'm in my higher social functioning areas. She's studying in medicine. So I said, I, I'm in my ventral vagal nervous system state. That's why you feel me comfortable because I'm not threatened by you. And when you're speaking to me, I'm not judging anything. I'm being present. And so there's no bottom up or top down. There's no opinion coming out from my body. I'm not thinking with my left brain mode. I'm not reacting with my right brain mode. I'm here. I'm an integrated brain. And so, again, I'm spelling it out because she's in a field. She's like, yeah, yeah, my parents too. And I loved when she was saying that because I'm thinking, well, not sure, but I'm pretty sure it has to be something, of course, you know, because obviously some of us, we didn't have households where there was alcoholic parents abusing us or siblings. And, you know, that's where the difference lies. If you have an environment that's terrifying, if you get yelled at and you get hit, you're in a terrifying environment. And people who grow up, though, they won't want to, they will not speak of their family that way, which is why, again, being surrounded by healthy self-worth people, or at least having exposure to it can help them to realize there is a difference, that there are people that will treat them as they should be treated, as every person should be treated, which is you're a person and I'm a person. No shaming, no blaming, no faulting, no revenging, no codependent, superheroes, supervillains rescuing. 
none of the martyrs, superiors, inferiors, none of the low self-esteem, indirect communicators, passive-aggressive, people who manipulate, they don't know anything about what it means to be in love, they only know dopamine hit and hypersexuality with alcohol, drugs, and sex, and it ain't a pretty mix, it's a very low energy, and the minute that you will have experienced what is an energy that is just pure love, you will notice the difference of the magnitude of the energy. They're not better or worse. There's not the plane of the mind's eye in reality, but a person who will have had big trauma or events take place that are so terrifying for that infant will grow up to see demons and nightmares because it was fucking scary as shit to be left all alone in darkness as you were darkness yourself. Your zero one doesn't conceptualize your body as separate. So if you are in a home where you're connected in an environment with a vibration that is dysregulated, your body feels it. And this is very sad, but this is very healable. As I said, walking amongst others and uh, I'm going to do something that is a mystic will know about the 5D. We know about light workers. We know about star seeds. We know about all the stories. And I love my mystic community. We're going to keep getting together. Don't worry. I'm not planning on, on deviating from the plan because it's a world that I embody and I have so much fun. I have so much fun and it's so supportive for those who have clairs. And it's because of having a way to relate to the space and energy. But um, what I was trying to get to is we don't need to use those numbers that people use, like the smart and expanded consciousness mystics know. We don't have to say there's only 144,000 or there's only this. This is an untruth. We are all light because we are all people. And in fact, let's talk. We're all in bodies. Okay, so please. <laughs> and we have nervous systems that are engaged. So the people who don't know how to move out of their dysregulated, dysfunctional nervous system. It's because they didn't have a childhood that was allowing them to be a child. They had terror. Now, we don't need to be asking why. What? That's none of our business. It's their business. If they want to go to good therapy, eventually they, whatever, that's theirs. But they can, thanks to people walking around and knowing how to treat them like a person, okay? And that's the difference. So some of us are going to walk around and treat people like love and whole independently from their nasty, it's not nasty, it's biological rudeness. If people understood when a person's in their defense mechanism, they're stressed out already and then remembered all of other stuff. But then again, I remember it because I studied it. You all don't. So a person has a nervous system that will have learned how to keep that body protected and the brain too in the environment that it comes from. The environment is the home. So there's dysregulation. They don't know regulation. It's only once they're exposed to being treated like a human being. <clears throat> so with humanity again and again and again, and then they're also exposed to calibrating their nervous system to yours that they can become familiar as this woman was like, I love being around you. I love being able, it feels so safe. She said, it feels so safe. And this is what a somatic empath is. I heard the words from my lovely therapist that I learned from. That's why I know what this means, which is something that it's good. Those who feel safe, they want to be around it more. It's their zero one-year-old. If they're healthy and they're grown up, they know how to handle building friendships independently. And that's the positive. If they are instead a person who is not whole, 
So they're a zero one-year-old that's, for example, attached panicky and needy. They go overboard <laughs> and they need to be kept like my one lovely big man baby child friend uh, where I consistently am keeping him in check because he actually does not have any power over himself whatsoever. And sometimes I think he gets annoyed by it because he is definitely a zero one-year-old, but he needs to do with what he gets, meaning he can use his left brain mode to understand it. But um, what I was going to say was also, wait for it because I'm getting it back, the part of safety, conditional love, people feeling safe around. I actually lost it, the story. There's a story I was going to share from the teenage years. I remember. So when I was moving through my teenage years, there were different types of stereotypes and generalizations and uh, other situations that we all get to experience when it comes to genders, the male, female, and the pattern as a woman who's heterosexual, and I think there's another word they use, but I'm just going to use the one I remember. Um, yes, I don't find men safe in general. They didn't find them safe as a teenager. Still, as an adult, don't find them safe because a bunch of them just support those stereotypes. So as long as they're doing that, I respectfully will hear out what people say and I will leave it alone and continue along my merry way to be not as cold as ice, but you better bet that I won't feel bad about being a bitch versus what my male friends told me, which is men prefer to be looked at as clowns, buffoons, childish and immature, but not assholes. <laughs> uh, basically, they string women along without being, yeah, sure, whatever. They just want to fuck you, get in your pants. So see right here. If I have to do the stereotype, I'll do it. And I have actually just one word. It's sad. It's sad that men use the word men as a name because they're not. No man that doesn't have a relationship with their emotion in my book. And this is my opinion. It's not a judgment. I literally say, oh, you think you're a man. You're not an adult like a woman. If you don't have emotional maturity and you manipulate your words and you do whatever it is to do the whole let me seduce you. Yeah, you're not a woman. And a day, go for it. They, I don't give a shit. If you're not treating a person with respect, which means you're straightforward, you don't know, if you don't know healthy self-worth, you're not an adult. That's what I should say. But as I was saying, as a woman, no, men do not equal safety to me. They equal everything but that. And that's year after year after year of seeing men continuously. Again, I don't care about the trending topics. They're buffoons. Anyone who's trending in the way that I've seen them trend, yeah, they mean nothing to me except for, oh, let me do shiny, shiny. And at the same time, of course, there's a collective going on, but they seem to continue to do the little roundabout because they don't figure it out that it's all about mutual ability to be just human. So there are people who are just human and they are the educators that I get to learn from. And yes, there are men. So I, I want to remember that there are, of course, men out there that mean what they say, do what they say, they're safe to be around, and they are definitely in the space of expanded consciousness, human beings. So men, women, days. But if I need to, again, go back to what I see out there in the world with this regulation and dysfunction, and women, men, and the whole heterosexual community, from my experience, they're all a shit show. They all need a good therapist. They don't know what love is. They're all teenagers, but it's worse, because at least teenagers had immaturity for a reason we were insecure all for a reason we were teenagers and now that they're adults they're just a sad story 
of people who continuously whine about the same shit and then they do envy and jealousy and gossip and it's like whoa you're not a witch no no you're just a sad human being who's living a bitter life and you're gonna die and you're just gonna live a bitter life that's it i have nothing to say to you except for i'm so sad that you are no i'm not even that you've made your choice there's plenty of education online there's plenty of people sharing education so when a person chooses to stay within their confinement they choose it and when it comes to men they choose to support these bullshit stereotypes apparently like i said my friends when i address this situation why do you guys not say i don't have any interest in being in a relationship with you i just want to have a good time and being told we'd rather be considered immature so gassing ghost lighting all that bullshit nah, i'm gonna say one you want to leave the door open so you can fuck around two you're a coward and i won't necessarily say it to your face because you actually are and that three-year-old is going to be like oh and then you're going to get pissed which makes you even more threatening to me so you know what i'm just going to leave and not take you seriously and not do anything about it except for try to change the laws yes that i will try to do and i will try to ensure that the women who are smart that they come around and just figure out hey don't feel like you're a pain in the ass or that you're too serious no no uh, leave it alone men don't know what they want they're going to stay disconnected from their feminine because you know patriarchy man they need to be ancient silverbacks Let, let's let's keep being strong so that's where again nobody's strong we don't need you like that anymore there's there's not that at least not in in certain places so as i grew up though i recognized that stereotypes are not nice to do and i don't like to judge people and so I had noticed that when I would walk by myself sometimes, there were things I would do in an effort to avoid people. That meant nothing to me. They're just a group of people. I don't need to be afraid of people that are men just because of this idea. And it's because of me trusting myself and also really not liking, again, to have this implicit bias come up due to what is ignorant thinking and limited thinking and in fact i chose consciously to disengage from having these feelings come up whenever i'd see a group of boys or men da 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 in a street and to of course be smart because you know it's okay if you're walking by yourself to want to walk on the other sidewalk but you don't have to feel afraid or uneasy i worked on the feeling i didn't work on let me not do what I'm doing to be smart. No, I'm going to do what I'm doing to be smart, but I don't need a feeling to accompany it. And that's working with your nervous system. And so I disengage from feeling a feeling that was unnecessary because nobody is presenting a threat unless they begin to approach. No, that, not, not even that. And so when I found myself, you all know the story of my, my train ride, I think, but on a train ride, I was heading from Naples to Paris. <laughs> I had this guy. He didn't feel threatening. So I was cool with it because I trust my body. My body tells me if I'm physically threatened, which is what I was sharing with this lovely lady. So at 43, none of what I have shared with you so far has been erroneous. I worked with what is called implicit bias. I worked with what is called my nervous system. I work to disengage from what is an unnecessary thought that isn't true, even though people perpetuate stereotypes. I worked to expand my consciousness and to be a civil human being who doesn't jump to conclusions and to live a generalization, even though, like I said, have I met men that actually promote to grow out of that shitty stereotype? No, I haven't. But I know there can't be all people that are men like that. 
because they're not all 8 billion plus it's not human like they're just chit-chatting like teenage stupid idiots and i'm sorry but yeah teenagers to me were nothing but stupid idiots and to this day when i meet a grown-up i just know they have unresolved trauma or emotional insecurity it don't matter they don't know how to be a grown-up so i'm not even bothering teenager i was okay with doing the stupid thing because you know again i didn't know about all of trauma stuff now i do so now i just feel not I feel like, okay, you can get good therapists. Patrick, to your hand, go. Shoo, shoo. <laughs> Bye. See you when you get healed because otherwise I don't really want to be around you because you're going to, you know, be a negative person who has a problem for every solution. And yeah, my rainbow is a rainbow. When you are a person who loves, you're always going to be wanting to love. And people who want to bring you, no, they don't want to bring you down. They're down. Okay the gender stereotypes are not true completely and women that i've seen treat men like shit that's not necessary but men who don't actually disengage from these stereotypes well you know i mean there's no wiggle room and on that note working with your emotions very straightforward i gave you some examples so i find it to this day very effective in this train ride i was not threatened but the person definitely did things that would have had another woman who has gender stereotypes and generalizations and not worked on the let me just trust that i don't need to have a trust break with all men just because men you choose the conceptualization and then you choose how to feel so in my neutral equanimous stance this this person touched me twice while i'm sleeping on my face nothing nothing threatening <laughs> and i'm like i just wanted to sleep i was trying to sleep it was an eight hour train ride i want to sleep and he couldn't sleep so the first time around he wakes me up and i figure he doesn't want to shake me because he probably felt like that would not be nice i guess you know and so it makes sense to me and and, and he's like how can you sleep so well i'm like because i'm sleeping <laughs> and i'm just thinking what the fuck dude so he talks you i said why you can't sleep okay you want to talk okay so we talked and then i'm like okay you ready to sleep again or something and we go to sleep and he does it again <laughs> and again i'm like uh, so you can't sleep so we chit chatted and then you know he let me fall asleep again and we got to our final destination and that was it and was it weird i mean i'm weird so you know it's okay but i didn't feel threatened and he did not and was not threatening and somebody else would have insulted the poor human being who didn't do anything wrong he didn't do anything wrong he couldn't sleep for all we know he suffers of night insomnia or something so that's what it is to be a grown-up emotionally it is a common sense person it is being a human being who chooses to trust humanity it's a way that you think not everybody wants to move here. Not everybody gets to get here. And when you describe it, not everybody figures it out. And their identity is way more important to them. That's a teenager. They need cheering on. They need you to hold their hand. They're not going to change their pattern. They stay within a pattern of judgment. So the, the, the other soul age groups. And for this lovely lady, I'll use her as this example. I was sharing about intuitiveness regarding men because we had had a couple situations take place and she was saying, this guy gives her the creepies. And I said, he doesn't give me the creepies. I'm sad for him. I said, his friend, his friend, I don't like. His friend feels not safe to be around. I said, but not creep. I said, creep, uh, very, very specific feeling comes about when I've sensed something that's like slimy is the word I use 
And I said, this is the person because this other human being came in that actually in my definitely book, he is a person that I wouldn't, um, I don't feel threatened by, but his energy is not one that is, yeah. So that person, for example, I was just sharing with her the different sensations because your body gives you different emotions, but you also have different reactions to those emotions and sensations. And to remember that it's connected to our implicit biases is important because another human is not for us to judge, meaning there's, there's no movie going on. You don't have to be friends with people. You don't have to cast a stone from your mouth. You don't have to be expressing in a way something so specific. So this human being, I'm friends with him, but if, if I have to say who's creeping me, no, that's not creeping me out, but who's one that I would not like want to be around? Yeah, that guy. But the other guy, he's, he's harmless. The other guy's a sad fool who thinks that his habit is allowing him to be spiritual. This other dude instead, it's almost like he expects to be uh, nurtured by a woman because you're a woman and it's your duty kind of thing I don't know how to explain it but it's more of an expectation that there is plus this energy that is I always wonder when where those energies like what's up with that because then I think of the parenting style and anyways let's close that one out so Every one of you, every one of us is an embodied brain. We got a nervous system and every sensation and emotion that we feel began from the day we were born. So we begin having a relationship with the external world. And obviously in a moment in time where you're, you're an infant, it's darkness. You don't know shit. It's scary. And then as you get older, it moves into conceptualization with our lovely families who teach us things. When you can meet people who are healthy self-worth, you'll know how to get treated by a person as a person, and you'll notice the difference between people who are able to just be there and chit-chat and have a good time. And those who are in other energies, like this dude and just all of them, they're not actually any harm. No, none, no, no harm. Harm means there's a gun. Harm means there's a gun again. Harm means there's violence. Okay, that's what harm means. People being different and having personalities is people. And knowing that every person's walk of life is their own and you don't know anything about their inner world is something very objective. It's not subjective. I don't know anything about that human being. And for all I know, my sensation and what I pick up is completely just, you know, the, the hint of whatever's going on in that nervous system. I'm just saying this is the area of we don't know and it's not our right to actually say, no, I said in stone that I know everything about that human being. No, you don't. You don't. I don't. And that is the truth. The truth is you do not know what's behind the scenes because you don't know that infant's story and as they grew up. And so this is the respect that we give to people, all people, not just some people. And this is a Zen master, and this is an enlightenment soul age, and this is a spirituality process, and this is a common sense fucking human being who knows you have a heart, I have a heart. There ain't no demon in you. And it ain't about demons and devils and sunshines. You're a person. I'm a person. You can stay easily grounded as a mystic. And you can also understand as a mystic what you do perceive is something you don't discard at all. No, no. But you don't have to use it either. You keep it right here. And you remember it. And you do things that help you feel safe. I will, to this day, not go anywhere with that dude. For example, <laughs> that doesn't matter 
if I am wrong, I don't care to prove anything either, you know, but that's, that's the part, like, all of these scenarios that teenagers create in their brains, they become adults, and they are teenagers who are adults, it's called rumination, it's called people who have a shame cycle, they don't know how to use their brain in other ways, and on that note, what I've noticed is people can have a good chit chat, but when it comes time to growing up and getting out of the energy of, oh, this is unfair, you, you grown-ups are unfair. So to make friends with your family as a grown-up, yeah. So this woman included, there are a couple of things we we're looking at uh, for the holidays. And she was upset because she's going to be home with people who are going to ah, you didn't get married, you didn't get this. I was like, I told my entire family. I, I even got a, a little horn gifted to me wished me to find someone I, I laughed inside so hard when I got that <laughs> I didn't find it offensive I knew that they were trying to be nice about things I'm like I'm happy alone <laughs> you might not understand this or believe it but this is what it's called to be a securely attached zero one-year-old three-year-old four-year-old all of it all of my emotional nervous system safe haven secure base this is the most awesome experience you can ever get to and it's explainable by the good trauma experts you don't even need a person to walk you through anything but you do need ears to hear as i was explaining to the lovely lady and she's like no it's just so frustrating okay then there you go okay well have a not very fun holiday after i tried to explain to you something that you can actively do but your teenage self and your nervous system and you and your eight of swords too limited in the no no i can't because they're upsetting you, you can learn i don't need your thumbs up or thumbs down and that's the zero one year old right here so when you learn how to be like you know what that's just who they are that's what they think does it matter what they think hmm nope healthy self-worth anyone yep this is what it's called unconsciously loving you don't have flaws or imperfections if you're not comparing yourself to others. But since you do live in a world with others, they're going to talk about you and you're going to talk about them and we're going to talk together about each other and have fun. You're a shit. No, you're a shit. Fuck you. Fuck you. Up. Fuck all of you. And we hug it out. And there you go. The adults in the room, they have a fun, fun, fun time in their ventral vagal state. So yeah, whenever people, they don't, they don't bother me about my single life anymore. Now they know I'm polyamory. At least most of them. Some of them don't. I don't think I've had the opportunity to talk to them about it, but I also don't need to go around putting manifestos. So the fact is when people get to hang out enough with each other, finally there comes a time where they're done asking the same question. <laughs> so that's the nice part. They start to just share stories from your past. That, that's all. So that's good. As we get older, and this is why, don't change your friends. We don't need to. We hang out with always the same family, same friends. That way you're on a roll with the expansion. And that is a wrap for my lovely Oversoul peeps. I hope you're having a great time with your Oversoul. A marriage and a match made in heaven. Did you see the blind date in the books? I, I did a little short and uh, that was a, a funny one because <laughs> an intellect will want to learn shit. And emotionally, again, once you learn how to be in your equanimous state because your ventral vagal state is for your brain to work with, you're good. Every day is sweetness thanks to equanimity and it's not because of yoga but yoga can help people so can mindfulness and meditation because it does what works on your brain structure and one yoga is a ventral vagal nervous system portfolio of exercises mindfulness meditation compassionate interventions they are three they work on those three pillars of the mind so strengthening focus opening awareness becoming aware and setting kind intentions the kind intentions activates your ventral vagal tells your body tells your body we're safe you can be loving inside 
So that's number one, two, three. And you being able to understand that it grows the corpus callosum that connects your left and right mode. It grows your hippocampus, that's your memory center. And that's where the trauma memory pieces of people tries to get time stamped and move back over there. Prefrontal cortex, it grows and it grows the connectome and interconnected connectome is how the neuroscientists talk about integration of the brain and how it happens. So yoga and mindfulness, they help you to work through trauma memory and they work to help your brain to process it. It's, it's a combined effort. It's not that straightforward. I have one minute left. So what I'm trying to get to, though, it's not devil or demonic. What people think of as demonic possession is something called a person's brain that uh, didn't handle a bunch of things and it's having a breakdown and it's helpable. It's helpable by the good trauma experts and neuroscientists. So People who want ancient texts, that's their world. Those are the ignorant, evil people. They're evil because they're ignorant and they think we're evil because we don't uh, do the whole wrath of God from their ancient silverback text people who are limiting them. And on that note, here's duality for you, right? But the difference is oneness consciousness knows we're all humans. So let's expand, evolve, and continue to spread the word of love, unconditional love. We are all whole three-year-old hearts if we want to be. And for those who are broken-hearted, we want them to know they're beautiful too and they can heal if they want. It's called healing that lovely, not-so-lovely journey of unresolved trauma that came with our species not knowing life. And now, you know, we keep moving forward. So tune in for more. Have a great day.